0: Today is Thursday, June 13th. Big show for you today. First, shout out to the TA Boys Lacrosse team. About to go back to back in the big win over Cape Elizabeth tonight. We got prosthetic perspective. We got a story of me shedding my pants. It's all coming up. Stay tuned. Podcast, We got and Chandler back. How's
1: What's it going? Guys? Yep, we're back.
0: And we got new guest, Garrett Lynn. Gonna be on the show a lot. Garrett, how so? you doing today? We're
2: chilling.
0: Yeah. Morale is low. The Bruins just lost Game 7, 2019 Stanley Cup Final. What was that final score? 4-1? Yes. yes so 4-1. the Blues. The shitty St. Louis fans get their trophy. The scummy St. Louis team gets their trophy. Chandler. As our hockey guy, I'm depressed. I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. I'm sad. Chandler, like, what happened?
3: I'm very happy right now. I'd love to say that, Webb. Um, You say the...
0: (laughs) My bad. Yo, my bad, man. My bad. All right. on me.
3: No one heard that. Uh, You say the shitty St. Louis Blues fans who have been waiting 49 years to win their first Stanley Cup ever after a devastating loss to the Bruins with Bobby Orr scoring that uh, famous goal. When you are yourself a Boston Bruins fan known for being some of the shittiest fans in the NHL.
0: Passionate. Not shitty. Passionate.
3: Passionately shitty. And uh, I just wanted to touch on first of all my friend Brian Pike uh, calling out Tuka Rask after the second goal that he gave up saying Rask is choking. and Couldn't be more right. mmm no.
0: Rask did indeed choke.
3: Okay. There was not one goal scored tonight that was his fault. People who just blame the goalie is just... I want to say the F word, but like... Say it. No.
1: Just absolutely ignorant.
3: Yeah, just ignorant. Like, the first goal, it's a tip. The, the goalie... Like, you can't expect the goalie to save a shot that's tipped like five feet in front of him. It's chaining direction. He doesn't have enough reaction time for that. The second goal... Marshan makes the dumbest change you could possibly make. He's in the D zone. They have the Blues have possession, and he gets off the ice, leaving his man wide open. Who goes in one on one with the goalie and scores a goal. And Brian Pike has the audacity to say Rask is choking.
0: I think Marshan needed a waffle board there.
3: Yeah, well, he's not the goalie, so. Fuck. Um. Anyway. Uh, switching topics—not switching topics, but switching ends. Uh, Bennington, the Blues goalie, however. Not choking. Yeah, that guy's first, good. First year in the first year in the NHL, and he he is the real deal.
0: Besides that one game, he really shit the bed and gave up what seven goals. I mean.
3: Yeah, the, I think he gave up five, and they pulled him, but Blues uh, Bruins scored seven that game, so I think that was a wake up call for him, and he definitely uh, turned it around and. Uh,
0: like when the Bruins lost in Game Five, it was like shots were getting on end. Nothing was getting by this kid.
3: He is probably one of the top goalies in the league at this point. I'd say his first 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 year and he proved himself as one of the better goalies in the league bringing his team from last place in the entire league to a stanley cup uh stanley cup win yeah now you said earlier that they were last in the league halfway through the season was yeah. he the
1: starting goalie all season
3: no he was last in the league he wasn't on the team at that point they fired their head coach got an interim head coach signed him put him as the starter for the re- remainder of the season and he proved that he was up for the challenge and now, was he playing for their affiliate team, or is he just off the streets? Yeah, he was just hanging out on the street. They saw him, um, and they said, yeah, Yo, you want to play for well, us? Well, that's and he not said, what I meant. Okay, well. I meant, was he from a farm <laughs> team, or was he actually from, you know, a league, but they just found him Yeah, I'm going to guess him. he was a hockey player before they picked <laughs> him up, but, I mean, that's just me going out on a limb here. That's a hot take. So, what Definitely. you're
0: saying is an interim head coach just won the Stanley like Cup Final.
3: Yeah, he's one of the few to do it, so, I mean, props to him for turning so the season he, he, around. So, he would make some money. Oh, that's yeah, for wild.
0: sure. So Wyatt, Garrett, I know you're not huge hockey guys, but what are your thoughts? We we just sat down there and watched Game 7. Any thoughts?
1: Garrett, you want to go first?
2: Well, I'll defer to you first.
1: All right, well, uh, you know, looking at that first period, like I said, I'm not much of a hockey guy, but Chandler did tell me that the Blues did not get a shot on net for, like, the first 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, it really did look like the Bruins were kind of owning that first period, but somehow St. Louis came out 2-0 up. You know, I just think they got some uh, – good bounces things went their way but overall the Bruins dominated that first period not so much the rest of the game
2: yeah, yeah I actually got a question for you, Chandler is uh Bennington is that his name yeah is he better than Rask now
3: absolutely Rask is a good goalie I, I mean obviously he's not a bad goalie but I, I 100% believe that Bennington is a better goalie than Rask I honestly uh, feel
0: like we've come to expect too much from Rask yeah like we kind of expect him to come out tonight and like we were just like oh Rask is gonna shut out the Blues. Game seven at home, he's gonna shut them out. Yeah. I mean, two goals. I mean, I feel like that's manageable. Yeah, you you gotta give your goalie some some offensive support. Like,
3: um, I mean, everyone was pulling all the whole Boston fan base was pulling for him because I mean his performance in the two thousand thirteen, I believe Stanley Cup Finals when they were up one with about a minute and a half left and he gave up two in the last minute and a half, obviously, for Chicago to go ahead and win the cup and steal it from him there. Um, everyone kind of blamed that one on him, so he was looking to prove himself in these Stan- this Stanley Cup series and uh, he couldn't do it. But, I mean, again, I don't think it's on him at all.
0: Yeah, so, so, I mean, obviously very disappointing for us Bruins fans. You, as a scumbag Capitals fan, you're happy. You're happy seeing us sad like this, but as our hockey guy, of give us some insight on what we we're kind of like we got we have to look forward to maybe next year future years kind of do the bruins have a bright future obviously they do with the young players but are these do you think these old guys just start getting too old and not produce like they are do you think this was like really our last crack at a cup for a while
3: uh no i think they're still going to be a pretty dominant team next year uh, especially in their division i mean this year their division had probably the top three teams in the league so i think with them playing against them playing against those teams more than anyone else they're definitely going to get that good competition and keep their keep their skill level up and their um stand they're going to be high in the standings i think for years to come uh with the older players i think bergeron's still fine he'll he's like there's nothing negative about him really right now but chara he he's got to go i mean i know this is he signed an extension for one year play through 2020 but if there's anything from him after that i hope it's with another team or a different league
0: yeah um I think he's just definitely getting old, slow. you got to respect him for playing with that broken jaw. That was pretty damn impressive. That, that's just the definition of grit, toughness right there in Chara.
1: That's a hockey guy.
0: Yeah, that's a huge guy right hockey guy. Big <laughs> hockey guy right there. Was well, it smart for him to play,
2: though, with a broken jaw? Was he hindering the Bruins in any way?
3: I think he's definitely a big part of the Bruins' decor. I mean, he's their top penalty-killing defenseman. Just a leader, too, in general. And with him, the, I'm pretty sure the Bruins killed... It was like the other. This was before Game Seven, but at one point they were twenty-eight out of their twenty-nine previous penalty kills, so they're on fire with him helping them there. And I think, um, I mean, they don't expect anything from him offensively, so just having him on the D end and keeping pucks out of the net, I think, I think he did his job.
0: Yeah. So obviously disappointing for us Bruin fans, but it it's really good to hear that we have uh, some something to look forward to in future, future years to come, future seasons to come. Maybe another run at the Cup next year, hopefully. But uh, now. Now we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, that Game 5 in Toronto. A lot happened.
1: Uh, can I say something before we talk about Game 5? Yeah. Uh, Patrick McCaw, dude's living the life. He was on the Warriors, and now he's on the Raptors. He hasn't missed an NBA Finals. as an NBA career.
2: That's that kind of wild. super
0: random.
1: That's pretty good.
2: That's yeah, pretty good. you got to respect that.
0: <laughs> super random. you got to respect Patrick McCaw. He's hustling out here. Anyway, Game 5, extremely dramatic game. A lot happened. Garrett, walk us through here. Like, what are, what are some just initial reactions?
2: Well, my initial reaction was to the Kevin Durant injury. Uh, my reaction is was Kitty's injury, like his injured calf. Was that all along a spring like Achilles or something? Yeah. Because I just what leads me to believe that is the way Bob Myers after the game in that press conference, the way he was like crying and stuff. It made it seem like he maybe possibly forced Kevin to play knowing that maybe it was an Achilles but like he couldn't like I don't know and then to have him then now uh rupture his Achilles makes it seem like you know all blames on him for forcing him to play knowing that that was like possibly the injury before so
0: obviously unless you live under a rock you know that Kevin Durant got hurt in the rocket series
2: everyone initially
0: said it was an Achilles came out it was what a calf strain
2: yes that's what they said
0: everyone said it was a cat it came out as a calf strain officially or, er, not officially, but that's what they said. That's what they said. So, he comes out. First game back was Game 5, the Finals. He comes out, 11 points, 12 minutes, balling. All of a sudden, goes down. I think officially ruptures Achilles, correct? Yeah, he had surgery it, yeah. yesterday. Had surgery yeah. yesterday. The Raptors fans, cheering. This dude just goes, busts Achilles. They start cheering, like, goodbye, get the hell out of here. Like, we're winning the NBA Finals. They start cheering. It's a moment. Drake's overreacting. He's trying to act like he really cares, like he's Kevin Durant's <laughs> best friend. Drake's groupie to the left of him is acting like, like Kevin Durant just died. Yeah. But so then, I I turned it off with three minutes left. I thought Kawhi was heating up, kind of. What did he have? Like ten points. Ten and, straight points. Yeah, ten straight points there with three minutes left. Nick Nurse was
3: <laughs> just. Big time out call. <laughs> Big time out call. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen, dude. Big
0: time out call. Kind of kills the momentum, and all of a sudden, you give the Warriors the ball with momentum, laying the game like that, they obviously got the dub. What was the final score on that one?
1: Uh, 103-97. to 97, eh? Oh, no, no, that was no. the score before the Warriors. 103-102. On the no. Yeah, they Warriors They're up by, by one point. either way.
3: Okay. Like one or
0: seven or six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they won. That's, <laughs> screw it. They won. All right, <laughs> they won. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean brutal stuff Wyatt. I know you got some stuff to say on this. So
1: uh well yeah, as you know from episode 1 I'm a big Kawhi guy. Uh honestly, I want to talk about the KD injury a little bit more. Uh you know, a couple of days before the game, Jalen Rose, I'm sure you guys heard that report. He said KD's workout did not go well at all, and then the very next day, everybody's saying KD's playing in game 5. I thought that was a little suspect. Uh the Warriors were saying Jalen Rose, there's no way you could have known anything, but uh I think Kevin Durant getting hurt 12 minutes in, I think it showed that they might have rushed him back a little bit because they knew they were in trouble in this series. And obviously, KD goes down. Warriors make that comeback, only win by one. But I think game six, you'll see something different.
2: Yeah, I saw like even Chris Carter like on First Things First. He was like, the whole time, he was saying, KD should not be coming back in these playoffs. He should not be coming back. And then he comes back, you see what happens. Because Chris Carter, you know, he was in the uh, NFL. He had a cap strain, and he said it was just extremely painful to play through mm-hmm. even though you only play once a week it's still it's a tough injury to deal with and then to come back in the NBA we have to really explode off you know your leg it's tough
0: to see so that a lot of people did question if KD was pressured out there if he wasn't ready if if there was just too much pressure he knew he had to get out there but he went on Instagram today and said on a uh, picture of him post-surgery he said like I said Monday I'm hurting deeply but I'm okay Basketball is my biggest love and I wanted to be out there that night because that's what I do. I wanted to help my teammates on our quest for the three P. So obviously he really wanted to be out there. I don't think it's any anything that anyone pushed him out there. He obviously knew the risk of getting re injured.
1: I just don't think it was a smart decision to let him play though. Still. No, even if he wanted to be out there. Especially
0: on the contract year too. That's gonna hurt. But I think he he could honestly even take a one year contract with the Warriors. Everyone's still gonna it's still K D.
2: Yeah, he can opt into his final year of the contract. So, oh, like okay. 30 exactly thirty right million—that's no big deal. But I gotta look at the doctors too, because you know these players—they obviously want to play the game, but sometimes you have to protect them from themselves.
0: I agree. So, do we like? I—I I wouldn't say like. I—I I don't think any of us like the Raptors fans cheering for KD down. But I think we can all understand and relate to it, for sure.
1: I like to. Uh... You know, I saw this earlier. I think some people, it's uh, kind of uh, not an overreaction. It's definitely a scummy moment, but people are acting like Canadians were above that, uh, like it would never happen in the U.S. based on the reaction. I mean, Kevin Durant goes down in that Cavs series. I think the Cavs lose their mind. I think they say, oh, we finally have a shot. So I think anybody to act high and mighty above that, I think they would have done the same thing in that scenario, but still a scumbag move for sure.
0: Oh, I I wouldn't be proud of it, but I can tell you right now, if... He's playing the Celtics. KD goes down with that. I'm giving you a fist pump in the living room. I'll tell you that right now.
3: Yeah, I think they're more happy about the fact that, like, they seem like – I mean, they're definitely, like, cheering, like, at a bad time, obviously, because he's going down with a serious injury. But their, their emotions are probably high, so they're feeling like
0: – The liquor's flowing as well.
3: Yeah, the liquor's flowing. So they're, they're they're not making the right decision anyway, but they're more happy about the fact that a superstar on the other team is going out, and they're just, like – thinking they have a better chance like the series wrapped now that they have kd officially out for the rest of the series so they're thinking like they got this in the bag and stuff so they're they're hyped more about the possibility of a championship than the fact that him himself is injured mm-hmm. absolutely uh watching that game
1: five too you see them come right out the gate the Warriors looked like a different team with Durant on the floor For sure I mean they would just were not missing Durant was three for three for downtown in 12 minutes I mean I
0: think you can all agree that with a healthy kd on that team it's uh it's, it's almost unstoppable Absolutely. Sure. And I th- after Durant went down, obviously the Raptors were kind of hanging back in there. They were getting back in it. The Warriors kind of hung on to a 10-point lead. It was kind of going back and forth. Then finally, at the end of the fourth quarter, the Spurs, were, I mean the Spurs, who am I thinking? I just thought Kawhi said Spurs. The Raptors obviously turned it up. Kawhi, like we said earlier, 10 points. It, it looked like their championship moment, like that was going to be the time. They hoist their first, whatever that whatever the hell that freaking trophy's called. The Larry O'Brien trophy. Larry story. O'Brien. <laughs> Who the hell is Larry O'Brien? Anyway. Yeah, actually, it, that looked like their tra- championship moment. Uh, Garrett, thoughts on that? I feel like that timeout Nick Nurse called really kind of blew it and kind of. Some people say he was trying to. He, it was like a soak in the moment timeout. Like, this is our time. Yeah. Let's enjoy it.
2: But. Well, under the two-minute mark, you can only take in take two timeouts with you. So I think at that point, he was just saying, let, we'll just take the timeout, we'll regroup a little bit, get her get some more energy. Um, but honestly, at hindsight, not a great timeout because then you let the Warriors get hot, and that's, that's never a good thing. Never a good thing.
1: And you talking about that championship moment, that would have been probably – one of Kawhi's career defining moments scoring oh, 10 points sure. in the fourth to help him come back from something like that for sure uh that i also want to right. say people want to give Kawhi crap for not taking that last shot he was doubled straight from the jump yeah, i mean dumb. yeah I and mean, you can't just blame kyle lowry for that shot he didn't have much time to set yeah. up take it but seen of memes, seen i've a seen a lot of pictures memes tipped. on
0: twitter they're talking about like why are you letting kyle Lowry take last shot he didn't have a choice he yeah oh yeah he wasn't planning on taking that shot he just hooked it up draymond was right in his grill. You kind of feel for him. Everyone's clowning him. Love my thick John. I mean, he yeah. was my full moon of the week last time. Dude's got a bubble butt and a half. We already talked about it. I feel for the guy.
2: Absolutely. How crazy would it have been if he won the uh, NBA Finals? Oh, my finals. God. So, All these guys clowning how crazy Kyle Lowry. Him. Shut them up, dude. <sighs> Chris Paul can't even get to the Finals. And Kyle Lowry uh, hits the game order to win it. Absolutely, Absolutely wild. <laughs> so,
0: as we get kind of wrap this NBA Finals talk up, Game 6 predictions? Can we hear it from everyone? I think the Raptors win.
1: I think the
3: Raptors win by a long shot. Yeah, I think the Raptors finish it up.
0: Wow. Um, I said in the last podcast, I said Warriors. Uh, I, got it. I don't think the Raptors win three at the Oracle. I really don't think they do.
1: What I do you think th- about Game 7, then, back at Toronto? Game
0: 7 could be a completely different story. Hmm? I thought the same thing about the Bruins in Game 7, though. Absolutely. And, well, we know what just happened. Obviously, two different sports. They're not even similar, but... Uh, I just don't think the Warriors are going to lose 3-2 Oracle in a single series. I think they're going to stick out Game 6, but I think Game 7. I think it could go to the Raptors, but it might be a toss-up. So, there it is for NBA Finals Talk. We're going to transition to my full moon of the week. And that is myself. Obviously, me and Garrett play football at Sacred Heart University down in Connecticut. On Tuesday, we run the uh, 110s. I was running my 110s. I was on Rep. 10. Little accident happened. <laughs> it's a tough Let's one. Let's just say I didn't have time to go to the bathroom before the lift or before the run. And I mean, you really just strained yourself in on these one tens, and a little might have just fell out. If you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I'm not really sure how just a little falls out. I've never I been in myself. that situation. I mean, I've never, I've never been pushed to the point where I'm shitting my pants and I can't control my bowels. But no, I, so I can only imagine what you're going through. Guys, like I
0: actually shit myself. Oh yeah,
1: and we heard you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: we're on rep ten. I realize I'm running with poop in my pants, and I get to, we get down there for about to go to rep twelve. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I look at the trainer. I feel bad for our trainer. I was like, is there anywhere I can poop? I was like, I was freaking out. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like what what can i do can i go poop in the woods like she's like uh yeah i guess cuz she's like dealing with some other people and so I, I run under the away bleacher i i just take care of business guys
1: <laughs> so moment, so no wiping here no wiping here is what i'm what i'm getting oh uh, you had to finish the run with no wiping i didn't
0: i didn't finish the run
1: oh thank god uh. It was tough. I think that would have made the story worse. Yeah, would have made it no, more gross for sure. Would have made it yeah. grittier though. So, oh, very true. It definitely
0: grew. That's, that is, that's why I feel like I should have just finished with the poop in my pants. Looking right. back on it, yeah. But in the moment, I was freaking out. Like I just had to go finish the job under the bleachers like a real man would.
2: You know, initial I think, thoughts and, though. What, what were your initial thoughts when you like felt the poop? What I was are you like, thinking? I was like, <laughs> not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: Webb Web to mentioned this is I the second like, time.
2: I was like,
0: no way. I was like, this is not <laughs> happening right now. Again. <laughs> so, because last week I had not done well in the 110s. I basically just died. My fat ass was just not having it. I was doing much better this week. I was going to finish. And then I just shit myself.
3: So this isn't like an exhaustion like the first time. You are just so... Dead and tired that you could not control your bowels and you shit yourself. This is this is I think was, This is in the spring. I was spring. pushing it. I was pushing it. This this one's from like you just had to shit so bad and like you just it the, just came out. The
0: poop was there before the run started. Okay. But oh. I was like I didn't think it was really a problem. I didn't think too much of it. And then I'm pushing it in the 110s and I think I just pushed a little too much in the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> Popped out, man. And I just didn't even know. I was like I kind of had to. I kind of do the thing where you kind of like kinda go go feel around and be like, did that actually just happen? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't feel much at first, but the, I I could kind of just feel, like not with my not with my hands that time, but like I could just yeah I, I just knew.
3: Yeah. So like, so did you throw those pants away? I did indeed throw them in the trash oh, can. I, I double wrapped
0: it and I threw it straight in the dumpster. Um let's just say I've never really felt like that in my life.
3: Uh well you have before. Because this is the second time. Oh, yeah, but this one was, like, bad. <laughs> so all right, well, let's just hope it doesn't happen again. Yeah, uh, let's, let's really move hope past it doesn't happen it again. And, uh, and,
0: like, I really shit myself.
3: I
1: mean, Garrett made that comment about it would have been grittier if you had finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all imagine the scenario where we shit our pants. We would like to think that we are the type of men that would finish the run. But when that when the time comes, I think, I think Webb, you made the decision that all of us would have made. Yeah, you got so right. respect to respect it. So
0: I, I agree with Ike. You guys would have ran right under the bleacher and finished that shit off too. Oh
1: yeah. I would have not even ran. I so would have just gone straight to the bathroom.
0: Anyone who's listening to this, if you see me around town, uh, let me know. I can show you the video of my shit under the bleacher. You don't want to see it. <laughs> don't ask. <him>. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're curious, I have a video for you. Um, so yeah, guys, that is my full moon of the week. It was, it was it's pr- it's kind of embarrassing. It's okay. We care about our listeners here on the Full Moon Podcast. <laughs> Um, but I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the public humiliation for a couple laughs, you know. Hopefully that uh, lines up your day with that full moon of the week. So uh, Chandler, we got Big John up next. So now we got the fan favorite, Prosthetic Perspective segment. Big John's back. How you doing, Big John?
4: Good boys, how are we doing?
0: Still fat and have no legs? I
4: <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way.
0: <laughs> so what, what are your thoughts today? Well, what's, what's going on in your mind?
4: Well, I'm in the middle of colonoscopy protocols. So we're in the middle of a total cleanse. I have not eaten since last night, so I'm full, twenty four hours plus without any food. But I did last night. That's brutal. I did last night make it to my golf league, and even with no food and a bad attitude, you play dog shit or what? I got down by two. I got down by two holes, and then came back and tied it on the ninth. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked. I'm a little disappointed in our Boston Bruins, and the question becomes, and the question I have for Chandler is. Have we seen the last of Zidane Ochara?
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think Pause. he's coming back for another year, fill out his uh, contract, and um, hof- hopefully, the next year's the last we see of him because uh, he's not looking too hot.
4: I was hoping we'd get a double shot of good news and we'd lose him and Kyrie Irving all in the same week.
3: Back to this colonoscopy thing.
0: What exactly are they doing tomorrow?
4: They're going to do a little invasive procedure. To find out whether or not you have, you know, issues with colon cancer and things like that. Everyone should do it, especially when you hit 50, because colon cancer is a very controllable disease. You just have to identify it.
0: So they're putting something in your ass.
4: That's correct. Sounds How are you mentally preparing for this? I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I just think that it's one of those things that if you know you've been a lawyer and you've had some bad decisions in your life, you're just used to it after a while, and you just kind of take it without a second thought.
0: You're just used to being randomness. So I do
4: want to say that. though that, that ironically the last time I had a colonoscopy, they asked you whether or not you want to be awake during the procedure. And I said, Yeah, I do, because I've had other procedures done to me as a result of losing both my legs. So I thought it would be fun to watch on the big T V when they do the procedure. So I was all geeked up to watch the procedure. The next thing you know, like I'm waking up in the recovery room. And the doctor comes in and says everything was fine. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! I thought I had the option of staying awake or going to sleep, and I wanted to stay awake." And next thing I know, I'm waking up in the recovery room. He was, "I got news for you, Junior." He goes, "As long as I'm a doctor, no lawyers ever gonna stay awake during any procedure I do."
0: <laughs> so you also want to talk a little bit about the uh, U.S. Open?
4: I want to get everyone's thoughts. Is Tiger gonna be in or is he gonna be out when
3: Friday night rolls around?
0: I'll oh, be in. I think I'll make the cut. He'll make the cut. He'll make the cut yeah. yeah, it's Tiger. Yeah,
3: absolutely. What is it? There's a crazy stat about him making cuts. Wasn't there recently?
0: I didn't see it. What was you want it? to Look it up, please enlighten us.
3: Yeah, I can't tell you, but like, <laughs> like we
0: said last episode, don't quote us on any stat because it's probably bullshit. But yeah,
3: hundred so, percent on the first cut.
0: Yeah, hundred percent on the first cut. He's Tiger. Well, what are your thoughts? Who, who do you guys? A winner? If you got to pick right now.
4: Well, I think if you're gonna go back home, Phil Mickelson, you know, is gonna be literally in his own backyard. Love lefty, and I think when he's in his own backyard, he always plays well.
0: And also, if you didn't see, he's hot right now, nailed the hole-in-one at Jim Nance's uh, home home hole. You see that? Yep. You see that? You see yeah. that? Yeah, I saw that. That's just lefty doing lefty things. So I, I think he's hot right now. I think you really give everyone a, a run for their money and take this thing home.
4: I like Dustin Johnson a lot, and not just because he's married to Pauline Negreski. <laughs> I also like very much uh, Mr. Personality himself, Brooks Kopka.
0: He sucks as like a person.
4: He's well, tough. I don't think you can say he sucks, but he certainly has a flatline personality. Oh, 100%. 100%.
0: Garrett,
2: prediction? Who do you, who do you got? I like Burks Kepka. You got it? Yeah. yeah you're feet
4: going flatline on us?
2: Yeah, he's going to three feet in <laughs> the U.S. Open. He's, uh nice. Wow. Well, he was second at the Masters this year, and he won the uh, PGA. He's True. hot. And then he won the PGA uh, Championship last year, too. He's hot. You got to respect tough, that. Tough to bet against him. Yeah, yeah, that is tough. Garrett?
4: I mean... Chandler.
2: He just I forgot your name. That's, Sorry, that's bro.
4: tough. Chandog. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll forgive you for that one. Thank you. I gotta go with Kepka too. Same reason as Gary. He's hot. He he's nasty right now. I mean, not many people knew him a couple years back, but well. he's hot and uh I can see him taking it home.
0: So we got two Kepka, two lefty. Anyone wants to bet us on that? I mean, I'm taking Phil. Fifty bucks, anyone out there, fifty bucks I got Phil. Are you a web? Yep. Are All you? right, let's have a handshake. Ooh, oh yeah, you got, so how's this working though? How's this working? I get Phil, and you get the field. What are we doing here? No. Okay, if I get if Phil wins, you owe me fifty bucks. If Captain wins, I owe you fifty bucks.
3: Straight up. If not, if they both don't win, then nothing. We
0: don't need to owe each other anything. Right. All right. You heard it here first. I'm about to be uh, fifty bucks richer come Monday. Can I take you on that? No. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Cause
4: Cause then you're poor. gonna be a hundred in the hole.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, but you could be a hundred up too. So you're not yeah. confident.
0: No, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what I am right now.
3: I think
4: you got to take a stand. Shit! you got to take a stand and be a man of your conviction and say, yes, Garrett, I'll take that action. My
0: dad just called me a pussy. Basically. Right. I didn't want to say that. Nice, a uh, perspective right here. No, I just
4: appreciate the opportunity to come on the show. Maybe someday I'll prepare and it'll be better.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs>
3: Definitely okay. prepare next time. All right, thanks, boy. Uh, to finish it off, I think we're just going to give a quick shout-out to the U.S. Uh, women's National Team. Big
0: shout-out to the women's U.S. national team. 13-0 win over Thailand. Absolutely wild. That's, that's brutal. That's a football score. It's um, a good win. It's a great win. <laughs> cool. all <Alex> right. <laughs> Alex Morgan, five goals. I mean, why? You've had a crush on Alex Morgan since middle school. So. I think everybody has. <laughs> well, me and Sheldon have girlfriends. So, yeah, I don't um, have a crush what on, on anybody except daddy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: I mean, I think uh, I heard that crazy stat uh the men's in their previous four runs in the national team in the yeah, national play they scored, yeah in the world cup they scored twelve total goals. Yeah. Women yeah, scored thirteen I mean, in one game.
0: If if you guys the, the men's team is just disgraceful. I mean our punter on the team, Noah Gitman, if you want to follow his Instagram I mean his Twitter, not Instagram, Twitter, he, he shares his thoughts on the men's national team all the as time. As he should. As he should. It's at Noah underscore Gitman eight. Um what do we got here? Hey, at USMNT, maybe you should hold an open tryout. Half the people that show up would be, be better than half the players in the team. Another one. It's crazy how we live in the U.S. and can't find better soccer players. Absolutely mind-blowing.
1: He's got a point, 100%. Great point
0: from Big Dick Getman over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else we got? What else we got? I can't find any more. Shadow Noah. I mean, our woman's team is just kicking the shit of the men's team obviously there's some uh payment
3: pay these women
0: yeah pay these women addy cut that check addy what are your thoughts on paying these women talk to them
4: Pam.
1: She, says pay great,
4: em. Great answer, <laughs> she says great
1: great answer addy great insight
3: em. there um pay them shout out chandler's girlfriend whoever pays the women's national team uh you heard her uh give them money <laughs>
1: because yeah, they're good. Money. I think you should switch the wages with the men's team at this point, honestly. Just don't
3: pay the men because they're... They suck. Almost, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> I feel like they... should they, just like just they donate their salaries their to They back. should be paying <laughs> so, to be on national TV. They really should. Absolutely. Because it is just awful to watch.
0: It's brutal. So that's going to wrap it up for today, episode two. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Please come back for episode three coming soon. Can't really give you an exact date. Obviously, this was like a week and a half after the first episode. So, um obviously bear with us like we've said before we're really working on it we're really trying to uh put out some good content so uh yeah have a good one British, we'll say roll tide you say it after every time
3: rtr roll tide roll baby let's go
0: a boy chandler all right we'll, we'll see you guys later have a good weekend